upcoming artists who think that they need a style to become an artist, my advice is no, just paint. Paint, explore, try different styles, try different mediums, just paint. Paint for the fun of it, you know, everything comes after. If you're gonna start from zero and think about numbers, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's not about the numbers at all, it's business. This is the beauty of social media, there's a community that's being built there. The whole ethos now, it's about capturing a community that has a certain voice that's different. Welcome, uh, our esteemed GEMS guests. Thank you for coming uh, on our GEMS Arabia podcast. It's a pleasure to have you today. Thank you. This episode is empowered by Valentino from its uh, new boutique in Jeddah. Uh, thank you to Valentino team for making this episode possible. With us today, we have Faisal Al-Khariji. Thank you for joining us. Fantastic artist. Thank you so much. Uh, really uh, have your own vision of kind of merging uh, an international aesthetic with a local heritage and really reiterating that, which I salute you for it. And Rek, really a gem who has changed the narrative on collaborations, changed the narrative on what is on the pulse of Saudi pop culture. Your art has become a local cultural phenomenon, and uh, I'm not even in Arabic. So welcome. Let's Thank start you. by talking about the fact that uh, this topic of conversation that we're having today is about, like, do we really need to be relevant? Uh, is the goal to be relevant really uh, uh, proving to be successful? Should we consider walking by the beat of our own drum? Uh, starting with Faisal, uh, what do you think? I mean... Is this necessary? Do you really seek out to do that? Or do you feel like... So, so I would say I don't seek out to be relevant. Um, it is important to be relevant, but for the right reasons. So everyone wants to be relevant, but for something they are proud of, uh, something they are known for. Um, and standing out by, again, being known for something they achieved um, or something they have uh, produced, provided. Um, in whatever obviously field, not just art, in whatever obviously any field. Um, so, so I would say, yeah, um, everyone wants to be relevant, but not just for the sake of being relevant. Um, you should be relevant for the right reasons. And what, what is relevance to you? What do you consider to be relevant? Like, is it being a part to, of pop culture? Yeah. Being... being relevant is just, um, so in my, in my scope of, of art, I try to represent culture differently. Um, if I wanted to be relevant in that sense, I would say that I achieve representing my culture differently, but in a different style of art. So I did represent it in a nice way, unique way, different than what we usually see. And what is the style, the name of this, your style of art? I'm not sure if it has a specific name or not, but it's a mixture of cubism. Cubism. Um, yeah. I'm very inspired by Picasso, which is one of my favorite artists. I'm also inspired by Surrealism, um, and I, I love a few artists like Michael Goddard, uh, George Kondo. Um, so I try to, so I get inspired by a lot of these artists, artists, and I try to, again, in, envision my culture, try to paint it in that kind of style. It resonated on so many levels, especially when you're bridging, um, you know, cultures, and uh, it's not just cultural marriage that you're creating, but it's also a movement, which is about kind of reiterating this to the younger generation that you can reach that kind of level of excellence by applying yourself. So I salute you. I, I really hope 
That's true. No, um, and I, I I strive for it to be true. It, it resonates. Uh, it resonates. Thank you so much. And, it means uh, a lot. I'm not the only one who thinks so. Thank you so uh, much. Plethora it of uh, really means you're a lot. humble. There's a community out there that appreciates both of your works. Really means a lot. Uh, Thank moving you. on to Rex. Yep. So uh, tell us, like, being relevant is is not your goal. But at the same time, I feel like um, there's a very large young community that appreciates your work for the right reasons. Uh, so what, what's your uh, point of view on that? Um, I agree with what Faisal said, uh, you know, about all of us wanting to be relevant at whatever we do. You know, yani being a child, you kind of always want to do something that's a little bit relevant, you know. But um, when I actually started uh, my journey, one of the first thoughts or one of the first lessons that I had to adapt and actually believe and like live by is that I am completely irrelevant, you know. And uh, that really allowed me to let go of all of the, يعني, you know, society yeah. pressures and expectations. Because the moment you just accept that, you know, you might not make it, you know, and you're just <laughs> irrelevant because you, you could possibly take the L, you know, is when I was able to actually become myself. So back to what Faisal was saying, يعني, uh, you want to be relevant, but if that's your goal, then you're probably not going to be, you know. I love this perspective. People, some people become so consumed by the being relevant and being trendy that they lose fact on their craft and it affects their creativity to the point where that, that becomes the ultimate goal, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like now the landscape is, is, is ready for this? Do you think that, you know, there's more people who are changing this, this narrative? Um, is the market ready to take on more, more unique uh, people who have a different voice? Or do you feel like uh, the market is maybe focusing on established you both of your established artists and remember we had a conversation you're talking about how the younger generation don't have this kind of opportunity to be able to showcase themselves and to have that opportunity what would you do differently to create this this opportunity for the younger generation well, i think the market is ready i think we have you know insane talent in this region um i think recently the market has been developing um the ecosystem of the art scene has been growing all of the support from the government, all of the support from private uh, museums, galleries, and so on. Um, we have been having, you know, world-class uh, exhibitions, whether it's the Benali or whether it's, you know, the local uh, uh, galleries that are happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I think the ecosystem is there. It's, it's developing. The next step would be, as we talked, is giving voice and space to the younger generation. Um, maybe these world-class exhibitions tend to be more focused on well-known artists, global artists, um, but then we have a lot of younger talent that is just not having the voice or don't know how to, you know, display their paintings or, or not just paintings, any kind of art, um, display their art in the, in the right place. Um, I think the next step is just giving them that space, the opportunity, the support system, the resources for them to showcase their work, um, whether locally or globally as well. When you take inspiration, uh, when you first started working, uh, first started painting, you know, what were the things that inspired you and defined the fact that, okay, I'm an, I'm an artist, like well, Picasso, besides Picasso, this first step that you took, how did, it, how did it start? So the first step was not, I don't, I don't think there was a first step. So as I mentioned to you, I, the art grew up with me as a hobby um, and it has never been my job. So I never had the feeling that I have to paint. Um, so I started doing it for fun. Um, I would say when I was studying in university, 
that's when I got a little bit more serious. Um, only because I started painting and I started posting my, my work online. Um, and then I got a lot of feedback on, oh, wow, this is nice. This is amazing. That encourages anyone um, by nature. Um, I wouldn't say I'm doing it for, for, the, for the comments or for the enjoyment, not at all. Um, but that sparked, you know, the interest of, okay, this is nice. Maybe I, start, I should start posting more. Um, but then, again, back to the point of art is a hobby to me. I literally just do it for fun. And I don't have the pressure of having to deliver a certain message or deliver a certain piece. Um, it's, it's not a job. So I do it for fun. I, I do it because I love it. I do it because I enjoy it. Um, and the process goes on. It just continues, you know, to be the, the passion that I, I love doing. Fantastic. Uh, Rex, so your, your, your characters are very recognizable. Everyone can see it's a, you know, it's a Rex character. Can we know more about how they came about and what specific characters that you choose? Yeah. How did they come to fruition? You know? So actually, the, the first thing that uh, made me interested in this style of art of uh, maybe having a reference point and a, and a topic around it is actually Keith Haring. And that's the guy who actually got me into art in, in 2013 when I first uh, you know, and went to an exhibition by mistake. And then I realized like, wow, this is really cool. It can, you know, you can do art with like street style stuff that you think maybe you could do when you, you could have done when you were a kid, you know? So that's, that was the first time I realized the power of, of characters from Keith Haring. Um, and then uh, with time, um, I, you know, I created Rex as a reference point for the viewer uh, looking at the artwork. And uh, the character itself used to be a skeleton, like a skull and like a amud uh, fakari. Yeah. like a spine uh, and just like a, like a bowl and like, you know, like a skeleton, a proper skeleton. And then I used to paint that a lot. And then with time, I realized, you know, I can dress him up, do different things. And, you know, then it became a whole character. But what it really represents uh, is like what I was saying before. I, I look at life from the perspective of a spiritual being versus a physical being, not me. But, you know, I wish I could be like that all the time. But my art, like when I'm in my artist hat and... Uh, like hypothetically speaking, uh, the first thing that touches the soul is like your bones, you know? So, so that was like kind of, a, you know, the rawest version of, of maybe my expression. And at the same time, like right now, you know, like the complete opposite and hypocrisy of, of like being a spiritual being by actually masking myself and like hiding behind this veil, you know what I mean? So this whole spectrum was like what I found life to be, you know, it's perception, it's what people think, it's, it's how you can, it's like being a magician, you know? So, um, so yeah, that's the story behind the character and why it kind of looks like a skeleton and now turned alien in a way. Um, and yeah, that's just the story of the character and yeah. And then I noticed that we were talking about this earlier that you use a lot of references, pharaoh references. And Tell us a bit more about what, how you, you're quite inclusive when it comes to cultures and uh, diversity when it comes to your art. Yeah, so to be very honest with you, I don't, I don't try to be um, like inclusive in a way, you know, like I'm, I'm just kind of painting what I'm going through. So when I was, for example, in New York, my art was very much inspired by what was happening in New York and the people in New York's perspective on as Arabs back in 2015, 2016. And you can imagine what was going on at the time. So that was an inspiration. Uh, you know, self-realization was an inspiration, high-frequency stuff in New York. Came back to Saudi, 
Um, and then uh, with everything that's happening, the change that we're witnessing, and you know, a lot of people uh, talk about some of the black and white stuff that are not the same anymore, you know, and and um, and that inspired me to kind of you know just tell the story of of what's happening around us. And it's not like I'm trying to tell the story of the people around me, because you know sometimes I'm just trying to uh, paint something or draw something because you know I want to have fun, and then I post it and. And, you know, it, it just became a narrative because it is what's happening around me. But it's not really an effort for me to try and represent a, a community, you know, because some people enjoy it, some people don't. Do you think that we are at a stage now where we can um, rely more on collaborations to sustain the actual art itself? Like this, mashallah, you're doing quite a few great collaborations. Are we at a stage now where we could say Saudi is ready to do major uh, collaborations with brands? You're the king of collaborations. I think collaborations are great. I think, you know, artists, I don't only look at myself as a Saudi artist. I look at myself as an artist. So if an opportunity that's international comes to me, I'm not going to be super excited because I got an opportunity here too, which is also an international place. So it's just like, um, I, I, I don't like to wish for things and I don't like to wait for that. If, if you want me to be honest with you, my end goal is to be able to paint for a living you know um and and uh, and just have fun and then collaborations that come along the way is always a great event you know a collaboration because you reinterpret your work on different jackets different sneakers different things that you would never be able to do you know that's what this brand or this person is is an expert at you know and i love to collaborate with people who are passionate you know so um, so yeah i mean Collaborations are amazing, but from my perspective, I never realize what's happening. You know, I do a collaboration and my art is, for example, on the track of F1. I genuinely do not put myself in the position of being like, yo, this is me. You know, it's like, I actually don't realize it until the day was like changed. Like they took it off and they put something else like, you know, goddamn, like my art was on the track. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, I think both of you have uh, work that resonates on its own, and no one needs to say, you know, this is uh, your work. People can recognize it right away, off the bat. Uh, you both have your own signatures, and it's recognizable. Faisal, yeah, you're inspired by Picasso, but like, what, what inspires you to become an artist? Like, you know, um, besides the art itself, uh, is it the fact that it is a way, an outlet for you uh, to be able to express yourself? Is it uh, maybe uh, something that take you to uh, relax and maybe kind of unwind, or what is it about art that? that... Definitely, that's it. It's your, your the, form the of therapy. The yeah? answer is that's it. Yeah, um, it's fun. It takes you to a very relaxed place. Um, it takes you so whenever I paint, I just forget everything and I just paint. And and I, again, it doesn't matter if the painting is good or not, as long as you're enjoying it. That that's all that matters. Um, literally, that's what inspires me. Obviously, other than other artists or culture or all of that, but but again, it's just the fun of it. And what kind of advice do you have for uh, up and coming artists that want to start pursuing this seriously? You know, um, are there there obviously are a lot of workshops I've seen with the Biennale and mentorship programs and so forth. Uh, is it uh, there, must there be a specific style or a specific way of working for them to achieve success, or can any artist sculptor uh, achieve that kind of uh, level of recognition? No, I, I actually get this question a lot on the specific style. 
and I think even I don't even I, I, don't, I don't I don't have a style until today I don't think I don't believe I have a style that is very recognizable um, I think Rex does he has you know the characters that are very recognizable that's you, your own style um, I believe I have a I have, a, I have a, there's a bridge that you're creating. There is, there yeah. is. and that's 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 part of the uh, process of an artist. Every artist, you know, gets exposed to different art styles, yeah, um, mediums, different art styles, and then by time it gets shaped. I believe I'm in that process. It is getting shaped. Uh, maybe my style is that you know, combining culture and cubism and so on. Um, but again, for upcoming artists who think that they need the style to become an artist, uh, my advice is no. Just paint, paint, explore, um, try different styles, try different mediums, just paint, paint for the fun of it. And then everything comes, you know, everything comes after. Don't paint, Go, going back to the relevant question, don't paint just trying to be relevant and focusing on being trendy or, or you know, following something specific. If you love painting, then just paint for the fun of it. If you, lo if you love sculpting or if you love whatever form of art you do, just do it. And then, you know, you'll get there. What industry, if you were to collaborate with an industry, whether it's uh, fashion or film, for example, installations and so forth, is there a specific collaboration that you would, ideal scenario that you would want to be involved in? Again, so, so collaborations, I think, are amazing. They take you to a whole different place. I had the recent collaboration with Richard Mill, and we had the first immersive experience exhibition. And I was... It uh, yeah. resonated on many levels. It did. And what it added to me is the other aspect of immersive experiences that maybe as an artist, I wouldn't have done that because I, I paint, you know, by hand. But then these kind of collaboration take you to a place where you wouldn't have out of your comfort yeah. zone. Out of your comfort zone. Um, so it was, it was an amazing collaboration. Any type of collaboration that would take my art to another level, I would love that. Um, doesn't matter what sector it is. But as long as... The metaverse? Metaverse, I have a lot of, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, but again, any collaboration that fits within, let's say, the brand image of, of the style of art, the messaging that I, wanted, that, that I want to give, the positioning of my art, um, I, would be, I would be more than happy to do it. I think the kind of Artiste de Lumière is an incredible you know, uh, yeah. platform that just kind of really articulates... Yeah. Uh, I would love to see more of that with both of you guys. And I, I see Shall that yeah. really incredible stuff, you know. But why not Metaverse? Why, why you're not feeling it? Personally, when it comes to my art, because it's handmade, I'm very much into handmade pieces because of the, you know, brush strokes and colors that you wouldn't find digitally. It's not against digital. It just doesn't fit my type of art. Uh, my art does not look good digitally, as simple as that. And I believe some digital artworks, you know, have their own uh, space where they would look amazing. Your work, for example, looks amazing on the collaborations you do. My work wouldn't look as good. It, it's different. It's just different. It would depend on the photography much more than a digital artwork. Just, you know, you just post it with the right yeah, But again, it's just different style of, style of yeah. art and different executions of it. Yeah. I personally love very much the handmade pieces because of the details and brushstrokes and the mixture of colors that you just wouldn't get digitally. Um, I have, you know, participated in some digital uh, galleries, um, so I'm not, I'm not against it, but I don't prefer it. That's
are we to uh, Rex? Are we to look forward to some, some really dynamic, progressive uh, metaverse, digital VR? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Uh, stuff. I can, I can see all of this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah let's, I, let's just say, what's next for Rex? No, I mean, <laughs> I, I, around a year ago, I announced that I was going to do a, a collection, okay, a, a PFP collection, and I actually did a one-of-one collection called the Halal Boys. Shout out the Halal Boys if anyone's watching. It's only 12 of them, so I got to shout them out. Um, so, <laughs> 12 of them? Mashallah. Yeah, so we did like a 12 of 12 collection. Um, yeah, yani one of one, like one of each. Um, and it was like Halal Boys, one from each, uh, one representing each different uh, country. So there's a Saudi Halal Boy, the Marathi Halal Boy, and so on and so forth. So anyway, I had fun with that. And then I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I love crypto in general. This is not financial advice. Um, but you know, I, I'm an NFT collector. You know, I'm an NFT collector, and my whole concept is a parallel. Completely universe. foreign territory for me. I have no. Yeah. Idea. Oh, okay. Well, you know, just to to keep it short, it's like a you know, my artwork is about a parallel realm, and I believe I can make it come to life in the metaverse. However, I launched a project, partnered up with some great people, but um, it was intense in terms of actually the community building side of things. Believe it or not. The, the art was, I mean, the art was figured out, the technology and all of the security stuff was figured out, but the community building and, and the amount of, like, it's like doing a proper startup. And I was going for like a community-based, uh, you know, like collection where I can interact with my, with my collectors and actually build this world together. But anyway, so that's around a couple of weeks ago, I announced that it was uh, on, on hold indefinitely. So I'm not going to be going there anytime soon as my project, but uh, I'm super excited to hopefully one day, you know, find the right team and the right partnership and the perfect scenario to, to hit the go button. And if it never happens, it never happens, you know. That's amazing. And clearly one has to uh, keep up with the times and especially this, this whole movement has become quite prevalent globally, especially with VR and even with fashion now, with artificial intelligence and uh, the the road that it's taking is completely you know i don't know if you remember there was a cartoon maybe you don't know it's called the jetsons yeah of course we're, we're, we're literally living the jetson <laughs> yeah. age you know what i mean and yes i am that old uh, but <laughs> but it's crazy like you know uh, the level of of technology and where it's reaching uh, but do you think that there is a fine line also of how far technology can take when it goes to art or it's an ongoing, endless process that's going to, to evolve. Are we maybe going to go back, get, get, go a few steps back at some point? Or, Faisal, what do you think? Well, I think the technology now is scary. Like, I've, I've been seeing all of the AI-generated art, and in, in, in 10 seconds, you would get an insane art piece that is AI-generated. The technology is scary, to be honest. And, and now, you know, it's, it's raising the competition too high. Um, but again... For every, you know, every technology, every, everything new, it has pros and cons. Um, even photography, apparently, now there's... Even photography, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, pros is it, it enables, you know, other people with tools that they may need for, you know, their art. So, yeah. um, cons is just having too much lookalike art out there. Maybe not art, photography, or whatever it is, but it's just too much out there that just looks alike. Um, but then it enables a lot of people with amazing tools that, you know, they can experiment with. And, and they will come up, I'm sure, with insane, you know, products or art pieces or whatever using those tools. Um, so it has pros and cons. 
But of course, nothing like the human touch and the perspective and exactly. the experience and the, 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 the thought that it takes to come up with, with a concept, you know? The thought is everything, man. The thought is everything, you know? An AI-generated um, piece will never have, you know, maybe the touch that I would have in my piece and would never create, you know, the characters that Rex created in, in his art. No matter how advanced it would get, it would never get to the human, you know, touch of it and, and the uniqueness of every artist out there. Absolutely. So you think that there's, there, there could be a point where we would digress a little bit and take a few steps back or khalas, this is, we're going forward and we're not looking back? No, I don't think there's such thing as going forward and not looking back. You will only ha have, to have to do that. But you'll have to cope with it, you know. You'll, you'll just have to cope with it. And I, I think everyone will just focus on doing his thing um, and just being good at it. And, you know, the process goes on. So we spoke about, you know, people who, who impacted you, artists that you like. Uh, but, like, if you think of one person that, you know, really kind of impacted your, besides, you know, the, the obvious, <laughs> uh, that really kind of uh, made you want to become an artist, you know? Uh, it's actually not Picasso. It's Michael Goddard, who is uh, an American artist that paints surreal paintings of olives and martinis and uh, strawberries and so on. He was actually the first artist that I ever copied. And he was the first artist that I saw a program of. I think he was, I was, I was a young kid. And I started copying him. And I would say he was, you know, the first artist that got me to start, you know, exploring drawing and painting. Um, I met him once, a uh, oh, very wow. nice guy. Um, I, I purchased one of his, his pieces and he follows my art, which, uh, my art, art account, which was, you know, a big Bro, that's compliment incredible. to me. <laughs> yeah, because, because, you know, having such a guy that inspired you to, to start your work and yeah. then meeting him in person, showing him your work and saying, look, you inspired me to, to do this was, was amazing. And this is through social media or is it in person? No, or? I met him in a gallery in Vegas that he was uh, hosting. Um, and I actually flew there just to meet him because I knew, like, he posted that he's going to be there for a few days. It was a gallery. And I flew there just to, to meet him and got a piece and, and got it signed by him. That's passion. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Amazing. And it's funny how, you know, I say social media is a blessing and a curse. But it's also a great way for the work to kind of resonate and to show it. You know, uh, we have to give credit to that, you know. Oh. Do you feel like social media has kind of enabled, like, enabled your work to get more recognition? Has it? enticed you to do more work or it's something that you're not affected by are you affected by the, the fact that it kind of reaches a certain community 100% and I told you when I first started posting my work and seeing a lot of compliments by nature it will encourage you to do more um, again I don't do it to post because that then you would reach that level yeah, where yeah. you're just posting you know just anything um, but, but of course that support that you get the encouragement that you get will always, you know, push you forward. And you're building a community, you know? It's exactly. literally, it's like, this is the beauty of social media. There's a community that's being built there, you know? Uh, and I also think that, you know, uh, the whole ethos now is not so much about, even with brands or what have you, it's about capturing a community that has a certain voice that's different. And I think you, both of you represent, the, you know, the Saudi that I, I, I think is relevant. And I think that uh, is inspiring. I also think that the, the social media movement now is uh, slowly shifting. Um, I'm, dare I say again, the word authenticity is, is where it's at. Uh, but what, what would you do differently um, 
for the communities on social media, okay, we, we spoke about having mentorship programs, but we spoke about having spaces for them, but for social media to be able to enable uh, an artist to have more visibility, what steps did you take that you felt helped you get yourself out there, or you didn't care, it just happened organically? I think just being yourself, and for example, like uh, you just mentioned, you went all the way to Vegas to meet your, you know, um, the, the guy who inspired you to start. You know, these are the sort of things that people are genuinely going to be attracted to, to watching, to following. Um, and yeah, like if you're going to start from zero and think about numbers, good luck. You know? <laughs> Honestly, well, like, good yeah. luck, you know. Um, it's, it's not about the numbers at all, even though like to, to, you know, to talk about collaborations and stuff, yeah. it's like once you hit a certain number, it's business. You know what I mean? Um, it's exposure, it's opportunity, it's a win-win situation. Everyone's happy, you know. But uh, I feel like uh, social media, I mean, for me, it, it, uh, it made me not uh, need any gallery. Um, I don't need anyone's support. And, um, you know, my mentality is, like I said, if I'm irrelevant, who's going to help me? You know what I mean? So uh, that's why I have to help myself. So I think that all of the young artists who are... Should be aware of this fact that they can expose... If they, they can have a do style, it on their own. If they have an essence, they can reach uh, communities. 100%, you know, yeah. I mean... And it's not about followers, really. It's about yeah. how many people, you know, inspire, yeah, yeah. And create your own. Because, yeah. like, like, from my perspective, when I look around, like, or when I used to look around, I used to feel like, damn, like, I need to surround myself with like-minded people who can enable me and empower me to push myself forward. And alhamdulillah, when I came back to, I was, I was part of a community in New York when Sultan was there. Uh, and then when I moved back to Saudi... By the way, thank you, Sultan, for the introduction. Yeah, shout out, Sultan, my bro. Uh, but then when I, when I moved back to Saudi, uh, you know, I basically spent a whole year trying to meet the, the right people. And the right people in my eyes are not the people who will give you a wall to showcase your art on only. It's also the people who will, uh, you know, help be your support system, whether, you know, when it comes to words or also when it comes to execution. Like my, my whole approach is like building a, a sustainable operation that can manifest my imagination. You know what I mean? So having people like uh, Two Design, shout out Two Design, shout out AZ, Bad, um, you know, my, basically my family here, who really, like literally when, when we go and do graffiti walls, my favorite thing to do is to paint murals. And um, when we paint murals, my, like AZ is leading the whole production process from A to Z. And There's I'm there also literally a fashion assisting. movement that started behind, behind your work as well. I mean, I've seen a lot of, you know... Uh... Rex, prints, um, sorry, oh, cut you merch off. and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, and, and it goes to my team as well. You know, my team, they help me, you know, find the, the right people to, uh, you know, like print my shirts at, to find the right blanks, to like, you know, all of these things that I'm personally maybe not the best fit for, you know, and because and, I pay attention to details like crazy, it, like, it's not good, you know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, for me, it's like, like you said, art is therapy. So I enjoy the art side of things. And then honestly, it's like God blessing me with these people. And, and without them, I wouldn't be able to do Like, I don't know how to animate. I have a team that understands, you know, how to, uh, like we built this together, you know, two years of frame by frame, frame by frame, understanding how the nail should look like, how the eye from this side versus this side, you know? So um, find yourself a support system. 
be realistic and like if if you just take a step forward every day you're going to reach durat al aros you know what i mean like you're going to get there you know uh, i always look forward to special holidays because i know there's going to be something uh, posted on social media that that resonates uh, from both of you uh, both of you guys now we have we have these signature questions that we ask uh, and it's called uh, what is authenticity so authenticity is about you know uh, i've had this movement uh, over the years i've been a designer now for 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 a long time and i noticed that there's a lot of a lot of uh, people that have been overlooked the ones who are authentic don't really get to have their voice you know and the ones that have the pr and the, and the capital get to have their voice so this is why i'm very much kind of into this uh, gems of arabia is about you know the shimmering gems established and then also people that we haven't heard of so this is why i'm more very much into this word which is what is authentic so uh what is authentic to you what is authentic is i would ask one question if you close your social media account today and disregard all the followers you have will people know who you are or not if you say Will someone know who this guy is? If someone said Rex, will someone know who Rex is? I believe if people knew the answer, then you're authentic in whatever you do. And I also believe that maybe 90% of the people who are well-known today are not authentic because without their followers, they are not known for anything. Um, and it's a sad reality that we live in where people are you know, known for nothing or you don't know why they're known um, and authenticity in my opinion is being able to answer that question there's an expression that i heard that says the new luxury is offline exactly <laughs> <laughs> a very short answer to what i said <laughs> the long process that's it. no but I, I, the details uh, resonate as well definitely rex what's authenticity to you um like i don't know like be, being you i don't know um yeah just being you I know it's a very basic answer, but I don't know how to answer it otherwise. It's very basic, but it's deep because being you is, again, what you're known for. Yeah. You being know, you is, you know, no social pressure, just trying to stick exactly. to what you want to do. But it's very hard to like, like not, not everyone thinks the same, you know, and, and it starts with like the thought, like behind what you do, you know, so, but like, I don't know, Yanni. Um, can I ask, this is not part of the, you know, the, the uh, program that we usually do, but I just have to, you know, why Rex? Why, why the name Rex? Okay, now you're going to make me seem so superficial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so the truth is, um, so when in 2013, after I went to that uh, exhibition by Keith Haring, I came back and I don't know, I always felt like I... I wanted to create this alter ego, uh, similar to these characters. And, you know, uh, so I wanted to come up with a name and um, I was very inspired by history. And like I was saying, the Egyptian culture and the Greek culture and stuff. So I, I was Googling words that could translate nice. And I went to Google Translate sometime in 2013 and uh, wrote King in Latin and Rex came up. And I was oh. like, all right. That's it. <laughs> Rex, I'm Rex, you know? And then that's how it happened. And Chook is like a, a nickname of a nickname of a nickname, and I just pieced them together. And now looking back, I'm like, damn, that was great branding, bro. <laughs> it was, it how did this happen, bro? It was fantastic. It was just being authentic, you know, yeah. going back to that. Yeah. And it's, it's very catchy, too. Yeah, it totally works. Uh, I realized, alhamdulillah. 
so so mega proud of you both uh, and so happy uh, you could make it on this uh, Gems Arabia episode. Very you, you, thank you. Indeed, you are both gems, and thank you so much for for taking the time. I'm adm admiring you uh, all the time on on social, and I'm happy to get to see you in person as well. <laughs> and look forward to many more gatherings, inshallah. Inshallah. To, uh, keep rocking it. To thank you for coming. Thank you, bro. Really appreciate you. artists who think that they need the style to become an artist, my advice is no, just paint. Paint, explore, try different styles, try different mediums, just paint. Paint for the fun of it, you know, everything comes after. If you're gonna start from zero and think about numbers, good luck. You know? <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's not about the numbers at all, it's business. is the beauty of social media is a community that's being built there the whole ethos now it's about capturing a community that has a certain voice that's different mm -hmm.